Welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. You are joined by Dag. What's up? Who needs a haircut, McMallon, and Adam. Hello. The Volder. <laughs> yeah, just like, hello. hello. Um, and myself, Smiler. Um, on this <laughs> on this episode, we are actually missing our guys, Nick and Paul, Paul <clears throat> Schnelling. They couldn't make it this week. Um, so we're going to take over the show and call it Lazier Hollywood. Um, but yeah, so this edition is on Total Recall. Dag, when was the original done? The original, Michael, for your information, was done in the year of 1990. Yeah, <laughs> you're a dick. Um, and the remake, when was that done? Since you've asked that question as well, I will tell you that the remake was done in 2012. Not the year of the Mayan calendar ending, Doomsday. It never happened, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Right, so do you want to, like, get us underway, Doug? Yeah, yeah, I'll get us started without the X-Generation. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with the old uh, original. So the plot is basically about a guy, amazing name, like, they couldn't have chosen a better name, Douglas, Douglas Quaid. Yeah, but his name, his name weren't Douglas Quaid, though, in the end, right? So just remember. Yeah. The viewers <laughs> don't know that yet. <laughs> That's so, all I'm saying. Yes. Carry on, the information dude. you need to know at the moment <laughs> is his name is Douglas Quaid. He's played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And he's, he's having some strange dreams. So he's like, holy shit, my dreams are all over the place. Who is this sexy lady who I won't say? Until later on when we meet her. Okay. So he's in his bed. Yep. He's sexy though. Well, his wife that's in his bed, who is played by Sharon Stone. She's who is a guilt. sex icon back in them days. Guilt to this day. Like, I don't even care. I still would. Like, she's she's attractive now. I think everyone would. She's sexy. Yeah, she is. So he's laying in his bed. He wakes up and she's like, whoa, what's wrong? He's like, I'm having that same dream again. I'm on Mars. To which she says, whoa, you've never been to Mars. And then he's like, yeah, I haven't. And he's like, we should go. Or he doesn't say we should go yet, but he's thinking it and you know he's thinking it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's basically telling him, don't don't think about Mars. Like, trying to steer him away from it. I'll put that out there now. It will make more sense later. Uh, so he goes to the TV and on the TV, there's some news about Mars. And she's she's like, well, that's probably why you're thinking about Mars. But, uh, it's the rebellion! Well, not yet. <laughs> no, there oh. is. Uh, <laughs> slow down, slow down. But yeah, so in his, what happens in his flashback, Michael? In the Arnie flashback, not the new one. Yeah, the flashback is, um, is this the one where he has the flashback with the, the beautiful lady? That flashback, or the, what, what flashback are you talking about? First flashback. Yeah, the first flashback with when he's out on the planet Mars, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like stood up on the mountain. Yeah, they stood up on the mountain and they're looking at each other in the eyes, right? Their eyes are looking, they're gazing into each other. It's supposed to be super serious and he trips over and falls down the hill. Yeah, and that was. You get some of the best prosthetics or what is it this is the eyeball this is the eyeball yeah. thing right the eyeball wow his head explodes to perfection like i was impressed i can't lie i thought but shit, then that's, nice, that's where it, that's where it stops right that's where it stops just after that bit and then it goes back to him him his his yeah his yeah that's flexing his muscles as arnie always does yes 
Which we're all there to see. Let's not kid ourselves. Yes, we're all going, oh, Arnie's in this film. Let's watch him with his top off. I mean, if you had a body like Arnie, wouldn't you do the same now? I know I fucking would. Who is <laughs> talking to you? Okay, thanks. All right. Uh, any any views on the start? How stupid he was falling down a hill and dying from it. Well, I think I think it was I think it just left viewers thinking. Remember, this is back in the nineties, so films were a little yeah. bit cheesy back then. So films were a lot more cheesier. Um, but you, it was the norm then, because when I when I watched it, I haven't watched it since. Um, I've watched it many times when I was younger, but the last time I watched it was on VHS. So being able to watch it in ten eighty on like a Blu Ray, um, Blu Ray was quite nice. But rewatching it after it's been so many years, oh my god, this film was quite. It had its cheesy moments, man. Oh yeah. But yeah, but like so so far it's good, and then this is now where it goes into because like bear in mind, this film kind of it's quite quick like the the whole getting into it kind of thing with um the going to the recall memory yeah. but you'll come to this bit um as you're talking because he's he gets on the train to go to work yeah. and then he's like wow there's tvs on this train oh that's what i was like i thought for the future though why have they still got the crt tvs you know yeah <laughs> they, i know right <laughs> i was like geez they could have thought something a bit more creative and then he sees the advert and he's like wow what an advert i've got to try me some of that total recall or is it just called recall recall just it's recall. recall just recall it's not called total recall oh well i'm sure they say it somewhere else in the film <laughs> that moment where you go he's just said the title of the film and you're like yes everyone yeah. does that though, don't they everyone waits for the moment for the title of the film to appear like yes but right so this is this is where he he's going to work now ain't he yeah yeah he's off to the mine. With them bulging muscles yeah, does it does his job not fit his description while he's plowing that Picking machine up and down like that, yeah? you some kind of sick motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one thing I notice is when he gets to his job, he's the only one whose tool, like the actual machine he's using, is the only one that's actually working. He's actually using it. Everyone else's is fake. In fact, his even says, like, boss on it or something. No, it doesn't. Does it? Are you being serious? I don't I even know that. I swear to God, because I, I was like, hold on, no one's tools are working. And then all of a sudden, when it goes into Arnie... His is actually working. I thought that's dangerous giving the main actor a massive bloody groundbreaker. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even notice that, you know. Yeah. But if he, if he hit his foot, then the groundbreaker would break. His foot would In break. that scene, the bit that I noticed was Arnie was the only freaking hench dude out of everyone who is just, let's just say, bigger or smaller. <laughs> it's, it's called staying healthy, Michael. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Adam. Hey, I have a beautiful <laughs> body. Don't bring that into this. Yeah. So I worked hard for my body. But back off. I, I know you have. The viewers can't see you, Adam. They're listening. This is this is a listening podcast. Maybe one day I'll put a picture up there. Maybe. Yeah, you do that. I will. You'll be your face is going to be the face of this this show. Like this one, this episode is going to be. Your Let face. me just tell you guys that are listening to this. Adam looks like a Jewish Arnold Schwarzenegger. If But yeah, let's carry on, let's carry on, let's carry on. So, one of the main things which comes back later in the film is Arnie, he's talking to his mate, he's like, I might go try that Total Recall. I mean, shit, just Recall. I'll keep saying Total Recall for a time. (laughs) You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, So he goes, I'm going to go and try that Total Recall. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And... The guy's like, no, don't don't try Total Recall. They're like a scam. They're it's just Recall. 
So he's like, yeah, I want to go try this Total Recall thing. <laughs> yeah. So his mate's like, no, no, didn't you hear about, I think it was, he's talking about someone. It was either his mate or someone that works on the site. And then he's like, yeah, like they lobotomize you. Lobotomized. Yes. They lobotomize. Like, I want me some of that. So I read yeah. up what it was. You don't want some of that. You basically brain dead afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, so that's not the fun part of lobotomy. The fun part's doing it to someone. He kind of listens to his friend. It scares him a little bit, but he's like, nah, fuck it. I'll go ahead anyway. So he, he says to his mate, yeah, fuck you. I don't trust your judgment. I know we've been friends for, what is it, six or seven years? Or as far as he knows. So he goes off to the Total Recall Clinic to figure out if he has any future STDs or something. He's like, I don't recall having sex with that woman. Yeah. That's why it's Total Recall, right? Uh, so yeah. anyway, he pops in there. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, hey, lovely. And then there's this chick, as you do. Like, this is one bit that I did really like. It, you can think of it as cheesy, but I thought it was actually really good. Because every old program you see, there's a receptionist and she's painting her nails. And then she looks up at the person. It happens so much. But in this, the nice little nod to the future, she's got a pen and a little palette in front of her with loads of little different inks. So she taps her pen on the ink, she touches her nail, and then it paints it itself. Yeah, I, I'd seen that. It oh, goes to a different colour. I thought that, that works. I really, really like that bit. Yeah, okay. And then I... she's she's the same kind of like, uh, I don't know my job, I'm a receptionist, I sit on my arse all day and get paid too much. Because everyone knows that's what receptionists do. <laughs> well, she got paid X amount of tokens in this film, right? Everything was tokens. Yeah, tokens. no, no, uh, credits. Credits? Nah, it was tokens, bro. It was tokens. Or was it credit? It was credits. Ah, okay, yeah. Motherfucker. But that was cool. That was cool. That nail thing was yeah. really... Yeah, I, I, I did notice that myself. So, he, he, so, anyway, he says, like, yeah, can I get an appointment? I'd like to, like, book a holiday in my own mind. So, they're like, yeah, 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 that's cool. So, he goes into the room. He has a world with the guy. The guy's like, oh, yeah, what kind of holiday do you want? He's like, I want one to Mars. To which the guy's like, don't you want to visit... Was it Saturn or Neptune? Saturn? It was Saturn first. It was Saturn he was introducing him to. Like, yeah, everyone wants to do Saturn. It's a great package. It's a great package. Yeah. My mom's always talking about Saturn. Yeah. And then he's, mom... like, he's like, no, I want to do Mars. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Arnie, you're scary when you're talking nice. <laughs> That was so, a shit impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger, by the way. <laughs> I, never said, I never said I could do a good get to the chopper. <laughs> That's still bad. Oh shit, wrong film. <laughs> but yeah, so then the guy's like, oh yeah, like we've got these packages. And then he's like, but for another 300 credits. And no, no, he says like he offers loads of things and at the end, says 300 credits. But it costs 300 credits nonetheless. And he's like, we can do all of these different things. So he lists out a load of stuff. And then one of them's secret agent, to which Arnie's like, yeah, that sounds cool. So he's like, I want to do secret agent. So he starts reading off the kind of things that he'll be doing. And this is one bit that I noted because i was like oh shit he's naming off these things this would be a good reference to whether or not he's actually in the real world or if he's still trapped in his head so the guy's like it's called blue sky on mars and when we finally get to the end of the film i will come back to that blue sky on mars point if i can remember to which i probably won't but Blue I'll Sky and Mars, whoever's listening. I'll remind, I'll remind you. I'll remind you, okay? Blue so anyway, Sky and Mars. Lists off loads of stuff, and then he goes to the old, uh, what kind of chick do you like? And then Arnie's like, oh. I like a brunette. 
with an athletic figure, and I think he says that he likes her slutty. No, no, sleazy. Sleazy, sleazy. Sleazy. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so then they, like, it renders a picture up on the computer, and it's the chick from his dream. So now you're thinking, holy shit, it's the chick from his dream. How bizarre. So he sits in the chair, he lays back in it, and pow, star wipe will move to the sequel. So in the sequel, anyway, unless anyone's got any other points. It's not a sequel, bro, it's a remake. It's not a sequel, it's a remake. It's a remake of the film Recall, where he goes to a clinic called Total Recall, alright? I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) <laughs> Your dick, right? Yeah, right. So let's do this. But the film's called Recall with a K. It's R E K A double L. No, it's not. So shut up. <clears throat> yeah, no. I'm getting everything mixed up. I'm under let's... pressure. Here. I'm no Nick. This is hard. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. All right. So everyone down for the um the remake? Yeah. Reimagining. I'll start calling them. Yep. Take yep. us through. All right. So in the new one, as what happens in. Every single new film, you get your little blue streaks flash up because it's a sci-fi. I don't know why that happens, but it happens several times throughout the movie. Pisses me off. Uh, There's Gun blazing. He's running around as every supposed good movie is supposed to happen. I'm just going to point out now, the budget for the 2012 Total Recall was $125 No way. Yeah. And yeah, do op- you know how much CGI was in that? that, that I, I thought it'd be around... Uh, it wouldn't be 200, because Marvel was like 250. Yeah. Well, let's not, bring, let's not bring other friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. But <laughs> I, I, just, I just knew, I just knew it'd, be, it'd be over 80, it'd be easily yeah. into the hundreds. But the, the first one, like the original, was only 65 million. And for back oh, then... It's only, oh, for back then, that's hard. Dude, that would have been expensive for um, 1990 yeah. then. But if you want to know what each film made, yeah, the Total Recall from 2012, the new one, was only made 58 million or nearing 59. Yep, that's not good. Yeah, compared to how much it it yep. costed them. Well, but how much? What about the original? That's just America. That's not overseas. I can't okay. bother to look up overseas. But yeah, 58 million ain't good for domestic. So mm-hmm. domestic for the original made almost twice its budget. It made 119. Yeah. Point Four million, yeah, which is damn fucking good. You know, you can see yeah. why they wanted to remake Falling. it. <laughs> yeah, in so in the remake, it starts mm-hmm. off as all the bloody sci-fi's do, guns blazing, someone running around trying to make it feel like it's all anarchy. Yeah, and then it starts off with Douglas Quaid and his bird, who is what's her name, Melina. Yeah, played by Jessica Biel, Adam oh, Sweet. Ooh, Jessica Biel. Ooh, my girl. She's attractive. She is beautiful. She's absolutely... So, with this one, he's running away. Rather than him dying, which he does in the original, which kind of throws you off. Is it real? Is it fake? Because that makes you realise, oh, it's a dream. Whereas in the new one, it's made out later on that that was a memory of his rather than a dream, which kind of makes you think, well, if that was a memory, then it's all real. But I like the way the first one actually made you think, is it real? Or is he in his head? It did it so much better than the new one. But anyway, so he's running along. His bird slides through this thing because they're getting shot at. There's water underneath, thank God. Otherwise, that could have been a mess that no one would want to see. Jessica Biel is gorgeous, and no one wants to see her flattened on concrete, except that. I'd stop the film there if she does. I'll be like, I'm done. So they're running away. 
but unfortunately, this time, uh, Doug doesn't... Oh, it feels weird saying my own name. Uh, this time, <coughs> Doug doesn't manage to escape. He gets caught by these terrible LED strip lights that have just been wrapped around him. I thought for a massive, big-budget, $125 million film to use LED strip lights as something... I just don't know. If you see it, you'll cry. It's that bad. Uh, anyway, I mean, it's some, a good invention, I mean, though. No, it's we'll give it that. It was the most stupid thing I've ever seen. I almost like. Oh, I just can't. I'm not. It's like a taser on crack. It's not a taser though. Did you see? It was just LED strip lights. I'm pretty sure I saw the cord leading down to an extension lead on the floor. <laughs> that. <laughs> So that kind of pulls him back to the robot and then he wakes up this time next to yes. another attractive woman because this guy has some serious pulling power. Uh, it's uh, Kate Beckinsale who plays Laurie Quaid in it. Yeah, she's, she's nice. She's nice. Kate Beckinsale is nice. She is. She looks nice in Lycra if you have ever seen any of the Underworld Underworlds. <laughs> See, it's party in my underwear, not my underworld. <laughs> Little fact, she's 43. Oh my god, that makes her more attractive. And she's only had one child. Nice. Wow, you know her life story, Adam. I do. So, another big difference between the two films is that the original is set between Earth and Mars, whereas the remake is between what is now known as the British Isles and Western Mainland and the Colony. Except, oh, fucking hell. What did I just read? The Colony is in Australia, yeah. And then the British Foundation, or the Foundation of Britain, or whatever it's called. The United United Federation of Britain, the UF. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so, the UF and the colony uh so a lot of the people that work in the colony because it's kind of like the lower class where mars is the lower class in the original they take what's called a gravity elevator that they just known uh they call the fall and that takes them straight through the middle of the earth i i'd assume this is the kind of look at how futuristic we are all of that shit. I thought it was stupid. I know. I thought that was pretty cool. Changing it's cool. Gravity but thing. Like, it makes no sense. Books. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because as you near the center of the Earth, then the gravity would crush you. It yeah. It doesn't make sense. The elevator would go down, hit the middle, <clears> and stay there. Because that's where everything's being pulled to. Because the core of the Earth is, of course, hundreds of times more dense than anywhere else on Earth. So it would have just stayed in the middle. It made no sense. Gravity wouldn't have pulled it back up to the other side. It was just ridiculous. Still cool, though. I won't complain about that. Uh, but there's a resistance that uh, in the old uh, UFB, the United Federation of Britain. I just like yep. to say Britain. Doug, like, I'm Doug. I live in Britain. Pretty cool. So... <laughs> So there's a resistance operating there, and they're looking, well, I say resistance, it's known as terrorists, and they're looking to kind of take down the establishment in the UFB for reasons unknown at this point. Of course, you find out later that it's because the bad guy, uh, what's his name, Cohagen, I won't call him by his first name because no one knows what the fuck his first name is, Velos, we just call him Cohagen, because Cohagen just wants more land. So anyway, he wakes up, he gets on his little shuttle. He goes all the way down into... Not Australia, he's come from Australia. He goes all the way from the colony to the UFB. Pops up on the other side. 
heads off to work. Then he's chosen to train one of the new guys. Don't know why, but he is anyway. It's kind of he's minding his own business and it gets dumped on him. So he's training this new guy, and the new guy starts talking about Total Recall. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went to Total Recall once. Good. Recall. Good. The best memories he's ever had. Uh, so that's when Quaid or Doug is like, oh, yeah, I might give it a go. So they're doing this weird job chatting about real and job that a computer could have done so much easier with a little machine arm mm-hmm. anyway it gives a reason for the scar that's on doug's hand so anyway yes. after that same as what happened before his mates like oh yeah don't go to that recall place uh, as he said that earlier he got second opinion from this other guy so he heads off to the recall time when he goes in rather than the chick having the cool little nod to all of the old secretaries and office workers and whatever word i said before receptionist that was the one yeah rather than have her paint her nails which i thought would have been really cool to keep in because i really like that in the first one i can't stress that uh instead she's just got a glowing tattoo on her back Ooh. hey i like that tattoo i thought that was quite yeah. smart that was a nice design in that tattoo yeah well, i like that <laughs> but now one one bit that happened a lot earlier than in the first one was is the free titted woman lady oh, my woman and she's asian in this one nah she, was she asian was no, she, yeah she had a little bit of asian in there yeah yeah a little yeah. bit asian yeah but yeah that's right she had the free titted she had the free titted um yeah the free tits yeah because he's when he's looking for the total recall place which you're like they can afford these massive adverts yet they're in the slums where loads of prostitutes hang out with three tits not one where they're, not two, so three anyway, tits. he says to her like oh where is the old um, recall centre? She's like, oh, what, you got STDs? He's like, no, no, no. She's like, oh, that recall centre. So she points him in the direction, and he heads up there. And I was like, well. He says the stairway to heaven as well. Oh, yeah, the stairway to heaven. Yeah. Um, so he heads up there. He pops in. As I said, we already got to the receptionist and the not good thing where she wasn't painting her nails. So he asked for this guy who his friend at work referred him to. The guy's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. It's, it's that other asian guy that i can't remember for some reason they're in chinatown or something uh for some reason the guy's like yeah um let's do it but it's it's a weird situation it doesn't flow as well as the other one it's not a business environment which i didn't like it's kind of a, i like oh, i like this environment whoa 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 no, whoa no, 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 because no. there are it's it's kind of made out to be this illegal place like it's yeah a, but a, dude it had a buddha statue in it it was like a proper like asian yeah, field trip. the first one was trying to be oh, too no no be quiet God. man the, no 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 be quiet because the first one yeah the first one <laughs> The first one was trying to be futuristic, scientific, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it, the first one's settings was crap. It tried to look futuristic and it didn't. It just looked cheap and squarish. In this one, it looked like a little hippie haven. You had a Buddhist statue in the corner. You had wood over there. You had this and that. You had my man, Harold and Kumar, who plays Harold, yeah, in that with blonde fucking hair. And like, dude, dude, I thought this thing was way better than the fucking original one. Why the fuck would it have this kind of, like, faux, authentic, oriental style in a futuristic place? Yeah, but everyone, everyone, everyone in that place was pretty much Asian, you dick. Did you not see that? Why? Because, dude, we're bootleggers, man. By the way, I'm Asian, yeah, so, like, I'm just saying, we're all bootleggers. <laughs> we're yeah. all bootleggers. Um, but there you go, yeah. But, yeah, move on, Doug. Move on? No, no, I've got to argue my point. 
You don't have a point. I Your do. Point My is point rubbish. is, you like you like the original setting because you're a futuristic guy that likes his gadgets. Yeah, right. Like if I was yeah, gonna okay. go with one of the two, I'd probably go with the remake because it was kind of more of an. It was oh, like a shisha feel, right? Yeah. Like a shisha feel. You could go up and spot them. No, it just doesn't, it's not a business environment. They, it's trying to come across as a business that was not a business environment. It don't work. Right, anyway, okay. That's your opinion. Now let's move yeah, on. my fucking opinion. Right, so let's move on. We'll your opinion sucks, but like, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so anyway, he goes in, he sits down in the chair, and he's like, so that's, that's when they then say, what kind of thing do you want? And he's like, yeah, I want the super spy, because I'm a super fly guy. Uh, so he asks for the super spy thing, to which they're like, uh, yeah, okay, that's cool. So yeah. then they question him, they're like, yeah, so, oh no, they call it a different thing, it's not like a schizoid ambulance, I don't know, they, they call it something else. They basically say to him, if this fantasy that you want to live out, if you actually do it, then it will fuck you up. So he's basically saying, if you're actually a secret agent, it will fuck you up, because you already have yeah. memories like that, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah. yeah, no, don't worry. I'm just a normal fly guy. So make yeah. me a super spy. <laughs> so they're like, okay. So as they inject him with this stuff, where a woman goes, it's still the easiest way to get stuff into your system. Which I'm like, no, it's not. Through the eyeball would be. But she doesn't inject him in the eyeball. She injects him in the arm. Um, and then they start it. And then Harold is like, whoa, hold on. This dickhead's lying to us. And he seems really, really, really angry about it. Like... I know who you are, you're this super spy guy, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, why is he getting so angry over it? He can just unplug the guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And with that, the police burst in like Harold knew about it the whole time. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? He's getting angry over nothing. <laughs> so anyway, the police burst in and shoot the place up. We'll leave it at there because we've just passed where the other one is. Right. Back so getting back to the original now with Arnie. Dad, take us away. Yeah. So after he's in the chair... They inject him, but he starts to freak out. So it's like, freak out. Because that's 90s, isn't it? Maybe a bit earlier. Uh, so he pops, like, the, then they call the guy and everything. So in the professional manner, it is because it's a professional establishment. It's a business. You can tell by the decor that they're trying to run a business. They've got advertisements out there. It's not some kind of cheap, tacky, oriental place with a cheap Buddha in the corner. Wow, cheap Buddha, you know. I bet you, okay, all right, all right. So anyway... <laughs> So the guy runs in, he's like, oh, he's having, There's actually, I actually know the word for this, they say he's having a schizoid embolism. Is that such a word, Dag? No, that's what they call it. Yeah, is but it is that thing? such a word? Is, a, is that in the dictionary? Is that in Colin's dictionary is what I'm well, bloody asking you, bro? I'd assume if we break it down, schizoid, which would obviously be something to do with him splitting into two people, a split personality, embolism. So it's something to do with his brain then thinking that he is a different person to who he actually is. Schizoid embolism. Thank you very much. Thank you very All much. right, well done. Clap, clap. So anyway, um, what's happening is he's like, oh shit, it hasn't worked properly. He now thinks that he's a secret agent. Or is he actually a su- secret agent? This is where the whole like cool premise for the film comes in, which is, you never find out, by the way, it's, is he in his dream or is he actually a secret agent? You yeah. think what you like at the end of the film. I like to think in the original, he's a secret agent. The remake, I like to think it was a dream. <laughs> because the remake was shit and I wish I'd have dreamt it rather than waste time watching it. 
So he wakes up. He's like, holy shit. So he tries to bust out of the place and beat up the people. So he kicks this little kid. I didn't like the kid. He boots him across. And he was like, you fucking do it, aren't he? Kill him. So he, he knocks him out. And anyway, they manage to sedate him a bit more. And they think, all right, the best way is just to stick him in a cab. Make him forget it all. So they do it. So they can make him forget it. So he's on his way home. He meets his mate that he was saw at work. And his mate at work's like, oh, yo, what's up, man? And then he's like, oh, not much. Uh, how did the recall thing go, his mate says. And then he's like, oh, I don't know. So his mate's like, oh, what what happened? So he kind of explains roughly what happened. And then yeah. his mate's like, yeah, that don't add up. And he's like, yeah, I know. I don't remember anything. So his mate turns out is an undercover agent for, what's his name? I'll keep it. Cohagen, that's the guy. Cohagen, yeah. So, or you don't actually know it's Cohagen yet. It's this other bald guy. What's his name? I know his name. His name is R- Richter. Richter, yeah, that sounds right. So anyway, uh, Richter's like, yeah, like we need to kill this guy. By that I mean we need to kill Quaid. So they have a shoot up, blood everywhere because that is '90s action. You shoot someone, they go flying backwards, blood splatters out everywhere. Comes out from the front, comes out from the back, comes out from the head, comes out from the anus. You see it come out from every fucking angle there is, and that's what I like to see in the film. That that so, scene though, I thought was very cheesy, because '90s. Yeah, like amazing action scenes of now. Well, like I'm just saying, Colin Farrell's part more martial arts kind of. He was a professional, uh, yeah. As Arnold Schwarzenegger's part was the size of him. He squeezed someone's head in his bicep, and I'm pretty sure it broke the guy's neck. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's just Uh, it's it's impressive. It is. So anyway, uh, he goes to his house. And he says to his wife what's happened. She's like, oh, shit, I'll, I'll call the police. So she goes to call the police. Who is it she calls? It's this motherfucker Richter. And you're like, you motherfucking skank. Or was it Coben? Cohen? It doesn't matter who it was. Either way, you find out she's a fucking traitor. Skank bitch, traitor, skank. Skank bitch, traitor. So he comes out all of a sudden. Bang, bang. Like he's gone into the bathroom to wash himself up. So all of a sudden comes out, bang, bang, bang. Dodging bullets. And then he's like, what the fuck's going on? So he tackles this woman to the floor, this figure. Turns out it's his wife. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she tries to seduce him after the fight because, of course, he's like 10 times the size of her. She doesn't have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you know you want to do me again one last time. And then it turns out she's stalling for time. So all of the guys burst in and he manages to escape. So now he's on the run. And there's the guy, what's his name, Richter after him. Turns out you find out that Richter and Arnie's fake wife, uh, what's her name, old Sharon Stone, they're, they're old uh, fuck buddies. They like to get jiggy in their free time. So anyway, uh, he's running around. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. So he's like, what the fuck do I do? Uh, so he gets he gets away from all of his attackers and things. And then he gets a call from this guy. He's like, who the fuck this? So the guy's like, oh, like, you told me to call you if this happened. So he's like, oh, okay. I accept that for some reason. So the guy leaves a suitcase by the phone and says, come and pick up the suitcase. So Arnie goes down. This is one that I found fucking hilarious. And I, you old dirty skank. He goes down to pick up the suitcase. There's no woman stood there. She goes oh, to pick yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tries to take it. And then she's like, no, that's mine. And she's like, no, it's not. It's mine. And I was like, what the fuck's your problem? Did you know so, how yeah. he bowed down, though? When he walked away, he kind of gave a little bow. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was it. Then he got in that stupid taxi, innit? Or you, you, no, no, no. He got in. That goes to the bit where he crosses the road. And because he's got that implant in him, they're tracking him. Yeah, they've, so they've found like, got an implant. Yes. Yeah, so, like, they're tracking him. And then so he gets- he's 
got he's got at this point at this point it, this is actually the point where he he has a little turban on his head ain't it no no we're not there yet okay, oh, we, so are, we are there we are there yeah we yeah. are there that's what i'm saying because this is where he no we're not there I mean, we're not he opens up the suitcase right he goes to the place to open up the suitcase right so when he goes to the suit when he opens up the suitcase no, he, he pulls out the pulls out the concrete plate yes Yes, 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 yes. But that's not where he, he puts the turban on you then. Is that not where he puts the turban on his head? No, he does that through the phone call when he's in the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bit that I'm talking about is the suitcase where that's the hologram, the hologram, right? Yeah, the hologram suitcase bit. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But he, he did all that, right? The hologram, uh, the hologram, he found that quite entertaining. I noticed like he was smiling when he turned off the hologram. Um, but anyway, that's when he went, that's when he, 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 Seen what was in the suitcase he then went over to cross the road but then this is what i don't get right he's walking up this road right and there, there, there's some civilians around but then the two guys that are chasing him kind of like make eye contact they're like they see this guy coming and approaching him and oh shit just quickly yeah. we missed one of the best parts of the film in right, the original on. in the original chase he runs up that uh escalator with the people Oh no! Yeah, that's when the people we'll die. But we're not even there, dang you! Dick. Oh, cool. No, we're going to get to the best part. <sighs> anyway, like, so this is where they they see him going back to what they they see him, but he's like proper Arnie's proper st- dag is proper staring them down, looking at them, and I'm just like, you're trying to be hiding, man. You don't want to be looking them down eye to eye. Well, he's not then a secret have... agent or anything. He doesn't know what to do. Dude, he, he knows just... that they were chasing he's him. Construction worker Doug McQuaid. Yeah, dude, but he knows that they were chasing him. So then they start chasing him, and then like they drive after him, and then they obviously get out and start shooting at him, and then that's when he gets in that stupid taxi in it with the the, the the what do you call it johnny cab johnny cab yeah, yeah. they get johnny cab they are a robot and but then he gets pissed off he gets pissed off at the johnny cab yeah and rips it its rips head it off. off and then starts driving this like this one controller that you used to have in games that used to pilot like you know when game the joystick it's a little joystick he's fucking driving left and right with it and then he crashes into a wall which is like at five to ten miles per hour, and no, no, he gets out first. He gets he they he managed to escape from them. He gets well, to some like, concrete track. Obviously, I, I I wasn't saying he crashed in the car with him in it. Yeah, like he, he obviously jumped out. He was driving. Okay. He didn't jump out. He got out, and then it carried on, hit a wall, and Johnny was like, "I'm just going to explode." Kapow! Massive explosion for five miles an hour. Yeah, right. Come, take a stick. Carry us, carry, carry on. So anyway, yeah, so after that, he's like, oh, so uh, he's there. They've managed to track him down a bit again from the thing in his head. He's still got the towel on his head and everything. So he, he opens up his suitcase, goes to see what's inside. It's a bunch of, like, fake IDs and things, loads of gadgets. That's where what you were talking about before, Michael, with the hologram. Where he's having fun. All right, did I just skip a part or something? Yeah, don't matter. He was having All fun. All right. <laughs> so oh, my God. So he listens to the video. The video tells him to go to this other place where there's a safety deposit box. Uh, so he's like, oh, okay. Oh, it's like get to Mars, something like that, it says. So he's got to get yeah, to Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. So then the video says you've got to take out that implant in your brain. That's how they're tracking you. So he's like, oh, shit. So he shoves this thing, thing up his nose, and then you get the good old 1990s prostheses again, where his face just turns into this plastic thing. 
And he just starts ripping this thing out of his nose, and it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. If yeah. it wasn't meant to be comedic, I don't know what it was meant to be, because it was fucking hilarious. That was that was up there in my top three favourite moments of the film. Yeah. Apart from the three yeah, yeah. That's a new league of its own. <laughs> and the dwarf chick as well, who was strangely attractive. Yeah, she was. I like I like I like how you used dwarf there. That that was nice. Or you no, let's just say little person. That is the technical That's term. fucking mean. No, it's You're not a technical them. team. Let's just leave it that dwarf is, person. Uh so anyway, he's like, Oh yeah, so he pulls it out of his head, that's funny, and then he feeds it to a rat. Because he thinks, yeah, that's going to be funny. This rat's going to get blown up. So as he thought, the rat gets blown up while they're trying to find him. But he managed to to escape. So he's like, all right, off to Mars to get my safety deposit box. So he fucks off to Mars. They try and chase him down while he's trying to get there. This is where the whole escalator thing happens. Best bit of the film. Fuck it. This is like my top three as well. So they're on a they're on an escalator. They've managed to track him down to this bit. He's running up the escalator. They're trying to shoot him. People just flying bodies everywhere, left, right, and center. Fucking mad. This is because he tried to get through some scanners, and he turns out he had a gun on him. Oh, this so, is this is the exoskeleton kind of scan that you see. In the, did you see yeah. them entering this scan bit, and then it just totally changed, like, the... It was out of sync, is what I'm trying to say. That was out of sync when they went through the scan. That was area. fucking good. For CGI, that was fucking good. Hey, you know in the... Um, the original film, they they had one piece. I think it was one. This is a little fact about the film. They had they only had one bit of CGI in that film. It's good. Yeah, good. So anyway, they're traveling up this uh, escalator. Bodies flying left, right, and center. So as Doug reaches the top, there's people coming down. It's uh, it's only that fucking. It's not the rich guy actually. He's at the bottom. Anyway, it's some people trying to shoot him. So. They shoot this guy up, and this guy falls onto Doug, and he's like, oh, shit, some guy's falling onto me. So he picks up the guy, uses him as a fucking human shield, and then he starts shooting around the guy. He's like, pow, pow, so he kills the guy, shoots him in the head, turns around, it's that Richard dickhead and his little fucking pussy old friend, I can't remember his name. No one cares about his name. He's pussy. Blonde guy, fucking looks like a nerd who thinks he's cool. 90s all over. So they're shooting. I actually preferred him to the other guy that was bald or wherever the fuck here name he was having. I actually liked the little dumb guy. I can't lie. Nah, he was alright. I thought he was like the army militant guy. Like, you know. He would. I, he would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, carry on. So, yeah, so then he chucks this body that is literally just pieces of a person because he's been shot to bits so much. I don't know how he throws him like he's it's a fucking rag, though. It just hits both of them. They just brush it off like it's nothing. I'm like, that's a fucking dead body. It may be shot to shit, but that thing's heavy. So they continue up, but he manages to escape, and he gets on the old shuttle to Mars. Everyone ready for the old, uh, the old uh, Total Recall 2012? Yeah. All right, so back to the remake. Uh, if we pick up from where we left off, you get the... Obvious and now quite boring. I'm sorry, I'm ripping into this. <laughs> I'm ripping into the turning table. That's right, man. Uh, I, I thought this film was bad anyway. Like, the remake was terrible. You get the old uh, action, 2012 action, because we can now use CGI for action. Some more action. So, uh, what's his name? Is it Colin, Colin Farrell? 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 Yeah, Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He goes off on some like mad killing spree in this place. There's just guys going to shoot him up and everything. They're all hugging guns at him, and then he just has like some fucking superhero movement. You know, in a superhero film, you expect it to do the old super basic, 
and then he just like, and then just rips the guns out of their hands, which he yeah. kind of does, and he kills all of them. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? So anyway, after he's killed all of them, massive fight sequence. It's bog standard. It was fun to watch. I always enjoy fight sequences, but they're getting boring. This was in 2012. It's now 2016. I'm even more bored of them now. So he then fucks off back to his old abode, uh, trying to avoid the police, of course, as he does. You get to see some nice landscapes. What I did like when he was running away is the fact that the entire city is similar to the alien structure that was in yeah. the original. It's like upside yeah. down buildings, and I thought that was nice. I don't know if that was a nod to it, but I thought that's the best part of the film because it nods slightly towards the original. Even a slight yeah. to it made the film ten times better. Yep, I so agree. he gets back home. Same thing happens as in the original. He's talking to his bird. Turns out she's against him. You're like, you fucking skank. You're with the lichens, aren't you? Oh, no. Now you're with the vampires. Now I'm with the lichens again. Fucking bitch. Does it in every film. <laughs> so she has a good try at killing him. Doesn't manage to, to which he says, like, you tried to kill me. And then she goes, yeah, you haven't seen me try to kill you yet. So he runs away again. Big chase sequence. Again, you get to see the nice... I say nice, it is just CGI. But the nice, like, slums of the colony. Which, again, I, I do like. I like seeing the scenery. So there's a massive chase scene and fight sequence. And let me get up on Wikipedia, because honestly, the film bored me so much. I'm happy to refer to Wikipedia a lot more than I should. Um, fuck me, even Wikipedia doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, so he's escaped from his wife and a couple of those robots that he also helped build but somehow doesn't know how to beat because that would be the first thing I'd learn kill a police officer robots like I don't know how to kill those if I'm working in a factory with them but no, no, not Douglas Quaid he's too cool because yeah. his name's Douglas so he gets a call from some guy on his hand and I was like that doesn't make sense they put a phone in your hand when they could have just as simply implanted it in the side of your cheek, meaning you wouldn't have to look like an idiot with an open palm to your face and loads of lights flashing out of it. But they did it anyway, because, hey, it's 2012, we can make someone's hand light up. So they make his hand light up. He has a little word with whoever's on there. It's the same as the kind of briefcase guy, except this way there's no briefcase or anything. So instead, he goes, yeah, look, safety deposit box, mate. It's in a hotel. So then Quaid's like, oh, cool. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're tracking you through this phone. So he's like, oh, bollocks. So he cuts the phone to this little bum on the floor. Uh, so anyway, his wife catches up, finds out, like, knows that that's where he's been because that guy's got the phone that they're tracking. I and thought, they... I thought, hey, I thought that was actually quite cool. I can't even, like, I thought it was better than the whole having it in your head, the tracker thing. Like, the phone the phone thing that he had in his palm that he put it up against the, the, the glass to, like, get a phone call. stupid. Did you think it was stupid? I thought that was a really cool what idea, man. would you have it in your hand? Like, the whole point, phones get bigger and bigger and bigger and smaller and smaller and smaller and then the screen gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's the trend of phones. Basically, the overall trend is you don't want a phone. It's a media device, but if the media is directly in your head, which is clearly possible if you can change people's memories... I'm just saying it was pretty cool how you could just put your hand to the wall and you'd get a little Skype call going on, right? the film clearly didn't have aspects evolving the same okay, as when, when, when was this set Dad? since you are so glued up what what year was this set eh? what year well, was total recall remake set go on maybe the phones might have gotten bigger because phones used to be big then they went down to small then they got bigger screens and everything this could be a hundred years in the future by going by the car technology in this this could be back to the future kind of shit yeah 
this at the end of the 21st century. In the future. At the was... end of the 21st century. Right, so we got like we got 20... 900 years. This could be 900 years away. If not 900 years. 22nd century would be. <laughs> Sorry. Like, you got like 90 years. 30 years, I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> I don't leave that in, Nick. Leave that shit in. Leave That's that cool. In. So, anyway, phone in hand. Michael seems to love it. I don't like it. I like What's it. What's your opinion, Adam? I think it's pretty cool. It's like a kind of like. Well, you take Michael's like watch. You just want his. Well, no, I think of it as like don't a fucking an accessory. Lie. Oh, Michael um, likes it, so I like yeah. it. So, what is it? If I, if I didn't like it, I'd, I'd be copying you. Yeah, thanks. So, well, so that's why it's not because you're on Michael's side, it's because you don't want to be on my side. No, it's because I like the idea. It's like an accessory, like a watch. Precisely. This is what I'm saying. Don't listen to Dag because this guy's fashion sense when we all go out clubbing into places, he does not have dressing sense. He wears <laughs> a blue stripe pin jacket, right? And that's nah. a fucking that And you wear the same blue trousers and the same freaking shoes every time. So let's right, not take any fashion statement advice from you, shoes, Dag. Fuck shoes and casual. That's all I need. Okay, but let's just not talk about Right. All I'm yeah. going to say is my phone is not a fashion accessory. It is Ooh. for usefulness and convenience. Okay, and do you know how useful and convenient this hand cell phone was? Apart from, putting it, apart from putting He's having it to on... lose the entire hand to fight people if he gets a phone call. That's Dang, not convenient. It's, it's, very rude to, it's very rude to talk over someone, yeah? Just remember that. Well, now listen. Up. You listen, you dick, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that whole glass thing, yeah, the glass thing with the little Skype little, you could see the voice. You could also just put it to your heart, ears, and talk. How cool is that? You're not going to think it's cool, but I thought it was cool. So let's move on from this freaking cell phone, or um, that's American. Let's move on from this mobile device. He gave it to a little junky kid, right, who kept on saying to the police or whoever that it was... What? It was given to him for free, yeah, and then he took it, yeah, it was given to him for free, and then that's where he got punched in the throat, and he realised he was a little bitch, right? Boom. Let's continue from there, Doug. Sorry, I'm waiting for you to say over, like the whole not talking over each other, I thought it was kind of like a radio thing, so you say like over when right, you finish. Like, let's get, let's like, get, oh, you're talking over me, stop talking over me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. douchebag. So I, I didn't like the hand thing. I thought the phone should have been more advanced than that. Clearly, Adam and Michael have different ideas. My name is Smiler, by the way, in this, because we already oh. have a EP in this. Yes, yeah, so like, they're going Smiler, to... Smiler. So the guy that's like, oh, yeah, that's my phone. I, I thought as well, I don't know if it was just me that felt it, but I thought that was a little nod to the old lady in the original saying, no, it's mine. I thought they were okay. supposed to be a similar type of character. Because it's around okay. the same time in the plot of the film. And they're both going like, no, it's mine. It's mine. Yeah. Because I, I think they tried to keep a few characters, whether or not their roles were swapped about. So anyway, after that whole incident, uh, he's like, oh, shit, I need to like get to the UFB now. So when he opens his safe deposit box, he sees all the stuff in there. And then he's like, oh. Here's some stuff. So he's got his little hologram disguise, which he gets a similar thing like in the original. There's different identities and things, which basically just show you the faces of the people that he's going yeah. to get that into. So he ends up trying to get to the UFB. Yes. So he goes to jump on the old train, but instead of getting... Oh, no, he's trying to get back to the colony, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. trying to get back to the colony, not to the UFB. So... 
he's been told to like find his house or something, his old house from the former him, who said like, oh, my face has been changed, which I fucking thought was stupid. For some reason, they changed his face rather than just wiping his memory. I just didn't understand that. It just didn't gel into the story at all. Why would they change his face? I don't know. So he pops off to the old, uh, what is it, the fall, the old gravity elevator. Yes, as he's that trying was to get straight through the centre of the earth. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to get through. He puts on his old hollow disguise, but this time glitching out a bit, and he's like, "Oh shit!" So then they realise that it's him. We'll leave it there because that's where we'll pick off from the original. So okay. back to the <clears throat> so in the original, Doug McQuaid, or just I say Doug McQuaid because it's close to my name. Uh, so Doug McQuaid, he's trying to get. Into Mars, so he's obviously got on the shuttle and everything. They can't stop him. Then it's like, oh, stop that flying back. So he's mm-hmm. over there, but now he's got to get through the old uh, like customs, the old security checks. Yeah. So he he's up, but he does not look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Instead, he looks like this big, he was a large giant. lady in yellow. She was a large lady in yellow, and there's a reason I'm saying she's a large lady in yellow, which I'll come back to later on. Because there's another large lady in yellow. Yeah, in the remake, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then that wasn't. Colin Farrell, that one. <laughs> that, Colin Farrell well, was Spoiler. Anyway, let's go. Uh, so, yeah, so he tries to get through. But this time, his suit also glitches, as does the one in the original. So he's like, oh, shit. So they realise that it's him. But it's only as they're all walking through, knowing that he's gone to Mars. They've, of course, all gone as well. So as they're walking through, they almost leave the little customs bit, but they don't. So they turn around, and he's like, oh, my God, look, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He can't disguise himself, so he's fucking gigantic. Hence the reason they used a large woman. So anyway, he suits fucking up, so they say, like, that's him. So he takes off this mask, and then you get some more mad prosthetics. I think there's a little bit of CGI in there. Only a little. He takes that off, and he chucks it out, and it turns out that it's like a bomb. So his head explodes, and he makes a break for it, but they shoot at him. Of course, Mars has a vacuum, so when they break the glass, it sucks all the air out, and then you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Alright, so everyone goes to get sucked out, but they don't so this time Arnie's like oh fuck so he manages to get free and he escapes again this time he needs a cab so he jumps in his cab cab driver is named Benny Benny's cab he steals it from this other guy who's just waiting there so Doug's like oh take me to this place so he gets out this leaflet that was in the safe deposit box because I think we forgot about the safe deposit box room in the safe yeah. deposit box was a leaflet it said come and find Melina or ask for Melina so he writes Melina again on it don't know why he does that. So anyway, he fucks off. Oh no, the safe deposit box on Mars. No, we haven't got to it. So he goes, he gets his safe deposit box out of the hotel on Mars. It says, ask for Molina on the back and then the club. So he finds Benny, his cab driver. They drive there. He gives him a wad of cash. Benny's like, oh, I'll wait outside. So he goes inside. He finds Melina. No, Melina. this is, well, this is, this is the bit in this film where the free-titted woman makes Oh entrance, yeah, yeah. Shit. So, so this, be, so they make, she makes the entrance in that scene in, in this, in yeah, the original at this part, point. She's like, hey, you want to suck my three today? She's yeah, like, but <laughs> dude, this, this part had me in stitches because if you, if, uh, the way she opens up her top, Arnie looks, or Doug looks, yeah. The way, his impression on his face when he sees the three titties oh dude that uh, dude i took a snapchat of that and put it on my chats when i was watching it yesterday i took a snapchat of that <laughs> yeah and that had me in stitches but then that's when he looks over at the other table and sees the woman that was in his dreams right for the first time yeah right carry and on he asks for melina and then she's like oh that's me so she walks over and then she's like oh hey doug and then he's like oh shit i don't know who you are so she takes him upstairs not not for the sexy sexy times unfortunately 
unfortunately, because she was a track. She was a sleazy brunette with an athletic body. Yes. <laughs> Just like Arnie Lux. Perfect woman. And, no, Adam, that's not your one yet. She's in the remake. Hey, so anyway, still pretty hot. she slaps him in the face. She complains at him. He tries to explain, like, I've lost my mind, all of that shit. So she's like, oh, okay. So anyway, they pop back downstairs. But as they go back downstairs, something happens. Pa-pow, pa-pow. No, it's not, a, it's not a fight yet. I didn't say it was a fight. I just went pa-pow, pa-pow. Yeah, what happens then? Go on. So she's like, oh... Like, they go back downstairs, and she basically says to him, I don't really trust you anymore. Yeah. And he's like, oh, damn. So, anyway, he goes back outside, and he says to Benny, like, just take me back to the hotel. So, they go back to the hotel, but in the hotel room is this doctor, and his ex-wife, fake wife, whatever fucking wife you want to call her, good old uh, Sharon Stone, Gilf. And they try and explain to him that she has a schizoid embolism, which is where the good old schizoid embolism comes from. Mm. Never heard of it before. And he's like, what the fuck? So this is basically another part of the film where they're trying to put you off of the scent of he's in his dream, he's not in his dream. Which is good, because it always reminds you of things like that. Yeah. So he's like, no, no, I'm not. And he figures, he like realises that he's not where, this is one point that I was going to laugh at earlier. You know when you said, uh, Smiler, when you was like, I watched it on VHS and that, and then you said, now you've watched it on 1080p Blu-ray. Yeah. I was going to say, when you watch it on VHS, you'd never notice this bit. It would just seem weird. But on Blu-ray, you do notice. He realised the guy's lying from the sweat running down his head. Now, in high oh, definition... Yeah, the one bead of sweat. The yeah, one. high definition, you can see that. Except, like, VHS, how the fuck could people see that? They might, it must have just gone to a shot of him, back to Arnie shooting him in the head. And then you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> There's no yeah. way you could make that out on VHS. Just no way. The, it, the whole film would just lose its plot, lose all sense if that happened. <laughs> but yeah, so he shoots her, and then his wife, or his ex-wife, or we just called her Sharon Stone again. Yep. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, now I've got to kill you again. But rather than her killing him, who busts in the room? It's his old chick, Melina. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've obviously thought about my wrong ways. You're Arnie. I can't say no to you because you'll kill me because you're gigantic. And she saves his life. She beats up the old Sharon Stone and they manage to make an escape. So on their escape, they pop back to the old bar, the old slut-ass. Uh, there is actually a name for it. What's what's it called? It's called the Venusville Bar. I think yeah. it's called... Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. it says on the window, the last... The last Let's just time. call it what you just called it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. The it's on Mars, but it's the Venus part. Yeah. So they pop back there, but they get chased back by the guys. So they're like, oh shit. So they run into a tunnel because there's a secret tunnel there. Because it turns out this bar is actually full of the resistance fighters. Whoop de doo. Sweet. Yeah. So they managed to get away, but the people were in the bar. Big shoot up there. And you're like, holy fuck. So what's his name? The dickhead. Uh. Which one, the blonde guy or the bald guy? No, 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 the balding guy, Richter. Guy with the weird face. He looks like a villain. Like, he could only ever play a villain. Yeah. So this Richter guy's like, oh, shit. So he calls, uh, what's his name, Cohagen. And then Cohagen's like, yeah, leave. And he's like, what do you mean, leave? And he's like, no, just get out of there. I'll explain. So the explanation is he's going to suffocate everyone in there because this whole thing's about air. Like, air, a commodity. And these people are poor. So Cohagen's trying to sell his air. So he's like, these people aren't having air. Until Quaid gives himself up. So they all leave. The door's shut. And then they seal off the place. And then you've got Quaid and Melina. They just about escape with Benny. And then mm. she's like, uh, Melina's like, oh yeah, we'll go back to the resistance place. That's the only place that will kind of be safe. 
So they fuck off back to the resistance place. And then they're like, who's this guy? Talking to Benny. And then Benny's like, oh, look, I'm a mutant too. So he shows his arm. He turns out he's a mutant like a lot of the Mars people that are poor people. Mm-hmm. So they all go inside. And this is where you meet the big guy, Kuato, who is also a mutant. So yes. Arnie comes in. This Kuato guy is like the leader of the resistance. He wants to take down Kohagen. So it turns out he's just this like slimy, oozy baby creature coming out of this guy's stomach with a super cool voice, might I add. Because his voice does not match him. He's a cool motherfucker. But yeah. So, like. Do you not think he looked like a little fucking Chucky? He did. No, more like a baby Grinch. It's like a mix with a Chucky and a baby Grinch. Actually, okay, yeah. I, I, I can see that. Yeah, okay, I can yeah. see that. That's a good car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Uh, so, this uh, Kuato guy, or Quasimodo in reverse. <laughs> he's he's all like, oh yeah, like it's all to do with yourself. If you want to do right, then you can do right. All this stuff. Anyway, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. I can't lie. He looks a bit fucking weird. But yeah, so the place ends up getting shot up and you're like, whoa, how the fuck did they know they were... Whoa, how the fuck did they know that shit was going on there? Turns out that Benny guy was a double agent. Yeah. So yeah, he because was he was I felt for him and his five or four children. It was five children, but he said four. And then Arnie was like, wasn't there five? And then he's like, ah, you got me. And then they get caught. So anyway, Quaid and Molina get caught. Uh, baby face, baby fart McGee's axe. Um, belly fart McGee's axe, should I say. The baby's ass coming out of a man's face. I don't know. However, this abomination was created. Kuato. Call him Kuato rather than take the piss out of him. He was a cool guy. So this cool guy, Kuato, um, he was like, oh yeah, he's dead. He got shot in the face. Got, oh, I miss him now. So, Kawato got shot in the face. Yeah. They think resistance is over. They've captured Quaid and Melina. And they're like, oh, we're going to wipe your brain again. So, he has a quick word with Kohagen. He's like, yeah, fuck you, you've lost. Have a look at your real self. You were actually like a double, double agent trapped inside your own head, knowing you'd do this. Anyway, that's where the film gets twisty again, but it don't really matter because Douglas Quaid's the man. Yeah. So he gets tied back up into this machine. We're basically back at the start. They're trying to implant memories into his head again, which yeah. is a quick time to move back to the remake. All right, so now we're back with the old uh, remake, and he's just gone through the old customs. He's trying to get into some area. He's trying to get back to his old house. I think that's the overall place they're trying to get to. But he can't because they've just figured out, oh, look, it's this guy. What a douche. So... He's starts getting chased again, as you do. This time, he's a bit more fucked because they've ba- everyone's basically been told, yeah, just kill him. Like, mm-hmm. It's just straight up everyone try and kill him. But of course, with a name like Douglas, he's not easy to kill. So he's running about the place. He manages to escape from them, but he lands on this kind of freeway place. And all of a sudden, this car pulls up beside him. Who is it? It's Melina. You meet her like... Oh, no, I guess it's mm. about the same time you meet her as the old one. So he gets yeah. in the car with her, like, recognising her face from his dream at the start. And he's all like, hey, sexy. So anyway, she's like, oh, yeah, where are we going? So they have another big chase. Floating car chase. Of course, it's in the future, which is nice floating cars. But they manage to escape, so they head off back to his house. They yeah. do not get on the Jiggy Jiggy, because it seems to be a 12A film. What a shame. <laughs> so... They're back at his house. He managed to figure out this key thing that he found in the safe deposit box, whatever it was. Turns out that he can play piano. How nice for him. Yes. Well. And he plays, plays it piano. well. He plays that Yamaha well. So he gets on the piano. He starts playing it. He figures out that that's a code. So anyway, this guy comes up. Now, this guy's name is 
Michael? Hauser. Indeed it is. It's Carl it Hauser. Indeed. Stands out as his old identity, which I'll also get back to on the original. But I didn't like him, so I left him out for a bit longer. So, yeah. Carl Hauser is all like, oh yeah, I'm Carl Hauser. I'm actually you. It's Ethan Hawke. I'll just add, because I like Ethan Hawke as an actor. David I like Ethan Should have made a sequel. So, he's all like, yeah, I was good, I was bad, then I was good, because Jessica Biel will turn any bad man good and any good man bad. Actually, she'll turn any man however she wants, because she can have anything she wants from me. I don't care. So, <laughs> he's all like, yeah, let's, like, I'm now a good guy. You need to find Matthias in the Resistance and he'll help you take this black box that's in your head. It's got all the kill codes for this army of robots that, uh, what's his name, Cohagen's trying to build. It'll put that action. So, oh, yeah. So, anyway, they start getting chased again, because that seems to be the main premise of the film, Cat and Mouse. Same as the original, I'm not going to lie. It's just a cat and mouse with a little twist. So he starts running away again, manages to find the resistance with Matthias. And then Matthias is like, oh, yeah, look, here's another machine because we all like these big three cool machines. I don't know how everyone's got one, but they do. So he sits in it. They try and take the memories out. They're having a look at the memories. Nothing. And you're like, what the fuck? And with that, Everyone bursts in, and you're like, whoa, everyone's just burst in. I've completely missed out another bit. Yeah, so uh, they're at the old um, Matthias' base. Turns out it was all a trap. Uh, so it turns out that Hauser, who's Douglas Quaid, had set everything up so he would end up there so they would know exactly where he was, which they do find out. They burst in. They kill Matthias, same as in the other one where they kill uh, Kuato. So they're both now dead. You're big, super, like, really cool guys. Played by Brian Cranston and the new one, Matthias. He does play it well. Say my, say my name, I don't know, something like that. Which he actually did while he was filming Breaking Bad. Another nice little thing to know. Nice little fact. Yeah. Wait a minute. Was Bill Nye not the person I was playing him? No, Bill Nye, is, he's Cohagen. No, Bill Nye is not Cohagen. Oh, yeah, Bill Nye is <laughs> Matthias, Brian Cranston's Cohagen. Oh, it's late. It is late. And <laughs> hey, dude, why are you saying Matthias is dead at this point? He's not dead at this point. He's dead at this point. Huh? I'm moving quick. Matthias is oh, dead. Okay, right. Cool, 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 cool. But then that's the bit where I'm saying that um, it was a little setup. Yeah, with, um, yeah cool. Right, cool. Carry on. Right. Oh, sorry. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Doug. My cool, cool personal friend. Just call me Quaid. Call me Quaid. You're McQuaid. Carry on then. So Matthias is now dead, and they put Quaid back into the machine. This is kind of where we're at with the original machine. They're both about to get changed back into Hauser. I'm sure he's German with a name like Hauser. All right. Um, We'll pop back to the original now, just for our last little bit. This is the last little bit. Yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna plow through to the end on this one, so we'll make it quick. Hopefully, we'll get some funny comments out of this from Adam because he's been quite quiet. He's just enjoying the show. It's his first I'm time. I'm enjoying it. It's my first time. I'm getting there. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's doing what I normally do, but with less burps. Yeah, you need to cut that fucking shit out, man. You need to cut that out. <laughs> right, let's do this. Let's do this last end bit. Yep. Get done with Doug. So back to the original. Uh, you got Quaid and Melina. They're both strapped into their old machines. Uh, Quaid's about to be turned back into Hauser. But, of course, being Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's strapped in a machine. The first one, it was just cool to the world and down. This time, it's metal. 
he doesn't break the metal because he's only human. Instead, he breaks the bolts to hold it together. So he rips himself out, jabs the old scientist in the neck with a bolt, beats the crap out of everyone barehanded, saves his bird, as the hero always does. And then he kind of figures out that this alien machine that uh, Cohagen's trying to destroy is actually going to give air and an atmosphere to Mars. Which yes. like, oh, look, it's going to get air and atmosphere. So Melina's like, we need to go and save the people that are now suffocating. He's like, no, no, trust me. We don't. Well, how long ago was this technology there, by the way? Was it 500 million years Five, ago? They think, yeah, they were like, I think it's like 500 million years old. Is it yeah. still going to work? So, Cohagen, in a way, isn't too bad. He's He thinks, like, oh, it's going to destroy the world because it's so old it can't possibly still work. Yeah. Which he can understand, but he kind of wants to do it because he wants money as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all capitalism, man. It's all capitalism. Yeah. So, they run off to try and find the entrance to this place, and who stops them or who tries to stop them? It's good old Benny, the old taxi driver wanker who doesn't have five kids or four kids. He's just out for himself. So he tries to drill them down with his massive machine. But being Arnie, he manages to stop it with a little metal stick. I won't complain. He's Arnie. Yeah. So he shoves this stick in the machine. It stops. Then he goes and kills Benny with it, which no one likes Benny. He was cool at the start. He was not at the end. But he I didn't act- like Benny. You know why I didn't like Benny, yeah? Because Benny actually, when when Dad came into it, yeah, there was two cab drivers outside, right? Benny stole him from another cab driver that could have possibly needed it. To benefit his family, yeah. So I never liked him from that because I knew he was like he was all selfish and he, he had five kids to feed. He didn't have five kids though. He didn't even have four kids. He, he was lying eight. about all his children. He didn't have no kids in the end. He was a motherfucker. That's what he was. A motherfucker. Dude, he was but anyway, an ugly motherfucker. He actually ended up helping out in the end because he drilled through into this big chamber, which is where the whole alien machinery was kept. So like, oh, yes. Cheers. So Benny's actually managed to help them. He's drilled through into this big alien chamber. So he decides... So then uh, Arnie or Quaid and Melina are like, all right, let's go in there. She's like, whoa, what's this? He's like, I think when it's working, it's going to give everyone oxygen. So they climb up there and they head inside. Now, as they head inside, they know that it's going to be an ambush because, of course, they've everyone's figured out what everyone's trying to do, which is what makes yeah. the ending actually quite cool because everyone knows what's going on. So now the orders are shoot to kill on Quaid because they can no longer save Hauser. Quaid's kind of taken over the body. So he decides to use his little uh, old hologram device, which he found earlier. And you get a nice, like, this was this is up in my top three. This is the third in my top three of my favourite bits. It's where they're chucking around the old um, hologram, which is kind of a wristwatch, and just projecting holograms everywhere. So everyone's going to shoot them. But like, yeah. that, that whole bit can't be my favourite bit. The actual favourite bit is where Arnie goes up. There's three guards stood there. They will look at him, and he goes, he's, he's kind of looking away at something else. And he's like, are you going to shoot me? Because I'm the hologram. And then he looks at them, and he's like, yeah, oh. yeah. And I was like, that's fucking good. But I like that bit. Like I, I butchered it because I didn't say anything that he said. But if you go to film, you'd be like, "Yeah, I know that bit. It was good." That's 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 my top three favorite bits. I can't remember them all together now. But that's three of them I'm certain. And then he's chucking it around to Melina. Anyway, they manage to get everything done, and that douchebag Richter gets chopped like his arms get chopped off in a lift. Yeah. As uh, good old Quaid tries to get to the top to activate this machine. So he gets up to the top to activate the machine, and who's up there but douchebag Cohagen. You're like, Cohagen, just fuck off already. No one likes you, alright? 
no one likes him. Yeah, Cole Egan, he's he's going to die just now anyway. Oh this yeah, is, he gets a funny this, death. I like this is his. A bit where they, they come up to that middle circle point now with yeah, the Han, with the alien the Han that looks like an alien. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, alien Han. Yeah. And then that's when Arnie Arnie throws a bomb. Like he, they get up to that point, and then Arnie throws a bomb down the thing, which obviously releases gets. Yeah, because Cole Hagen's like, oh, I'll blow it up anyway. Like even if yeah. they're on there, and you're like, you fucking idiot. And where are you going to get your money? Because you're dead. So Arnie takes the bomb. It's kind of oh, like yeah. I'm off to spite my face, Cohagen, dickhead. So Arnie grabs the bomb, chucks it down the old poop chute of this alien thing, and then it explodes. But of course, it's just burst the old seal. So you know what happens when you burst a seal? You keep going for a piss. Yeah. Uh, so it makes a vacuum again, like it did at the start. So everyone, everything starts getting sucked out. Arnie manages to grab on. So does Melina. Unfortunately, so does Cohagen. So they're all having a little rough and tumble floating around, but Arnie manages to knock Cohagen off. So he goes flying out. And you get a nice cut scene of him just kind of exploding in the no atmosphere of Mars. His eyes are popping out. He's screaming. Nice 1990s effects with the makeup yeah. and stuff. I like it. Like, it's fine. Yeah, like it. Eyes popping out, eyes popping out. That was so, crazy though, because McMahon, um, Cohagen, like he, the whole head shaking, the whole dude, that was crazy. Obviously, he died from it, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then Arnie and his chick were obviously. Oh, we don't know. We're not there yet. Okay, we're not there yet. We'll wait. Because he's about to get sucked out, but I'll let you say that. I know what you want to say. Yeah, so Arnie manages to activate this device and it starts like heating up all the glacier and thing underneath. If you've seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. It's cool. You guys know. So it starts heating up this glacier which starts releasing oxygen, starting to create an atmosphere, but there's still none outside, so the vacuum's still there. And Arnie's only human, so's Melina. They both get sucked out through this old uh, poop chute and they fly out exactly the same way that Cohagen did. Of course, he's been out there longer and there's still no air. Everyone yeah. is places still done because there's still no air the whole thing the whole machine is still starting up it's like a fucking windows 2000 pc it's gonna take 20 minutes to start up so they're kind of like exploding their eyes are popping out they're not at the point that cohagen was smiler this is what you wanted to say i'll let you have it no it was just the shaking the shaking the head the whole like suffocation and the eyes coming out and gauging out and everything like that and dude it was like it looked so fucking stupid but i just i don't know dude he was like shaking his head man he was i don't That's know what what was. I, yeah dude that yeah i was laughing at it. when i watched it last night i was laughing at it. like but then I don't think I've, when I watched that, that came out in 90, yeah, I watched that probably when I was, obviously not in 1990, I would have been a year old, but like, um, I watched that when I was a kid and I didn't find that funny, I found that very creepy, but I watched it yesterday and I thought it was the most hilarious thing in it. Apart from the little dwarf or the little, little person and the free tit scene, I thought that was funny as shit, the whole fucking whatever It was supposed to be that. There's no way they're trying to be serious, but that's what makes it good, you know? No, I'm yeah. thinking that it's not it trying to be this big sci-fi film. It's trying to be Definitely this enjoyable film. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they would have thought that would have been, that's what you would look like yeah. without oxygen. <laughs> you know, like, if like, air would... You can kind of tell they tried to make it look serious. Cause yeah, no, like they were still going with the shock and awe factor. But they knew that it wasn't going to look 100% realistic. Because you just couldn't at that time. Whereas in the new one, when they do stuff, they splooged out on all the bloody CGI and it didn't help the film whereas the original shows you don't need that CGI to have an enjoyable film mm. but anyway back to the film as the whole machine starts kicking in it ends up smashing all the glass of all of the places everyone's going mad like oh we're all going to die 
all of a sudden this atmosphere starts to form. So all the people that were suffocating, including the attractive dwarf, everyone's starting to breathe again. Oh yeah, there's also vagina head man. We missed out vagina head man. Wait, no, vagina head man. Yeah, I I don't know why He's I got the douchebag though. But he was with, yeah, you know the other two girls, there was a mother and a daughter that were yeah. psychics or something like that. Could like, Yeah, we forgot to mention them. We should give yeah, them a little bit of credit. They never played a part in it, you know, they were just... Yeah, well, but I'm just saying, they just give them a little credit. Like, they had yeah, a little yeah. part in it with their you psychic... Had mutants, you, had, you had vagina head man, uh, his old fucking The Hills Have Eyes daughter and wife. Yeah. Yeah, but nice little family of freaks. <laughs> but they, they, were supposed, they were supposed to be uh yeah so now they can all breathe they're all like oh this is wicked and this is the bit that i was saying at the start like oh yeah the blue uh, sky Quaker. what was it the blue moon but the yeah moon. the whole simulation was called blue sky on mars and at the end of the film because of course you're not supposed to be able to tell what's real and what's not but at the end of the film this is what made it feel like he was still in the dream was that at the end mars had a blue sky because it had the atmosphere of course, that's ah, not okay, yeah, yeah. Because ah. it wouldn't have had a blue sky, it would have had a red sky. But that's not the point. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it had a blue sky at the end. And I was like, well, that's pretty much told anyone that was observant enough to remember the name of the old uh, program, the old holiday was going on, it, that he is still in the dream. Because it had a blue sky at the end. Everything that happened, that the guy was explaining would happen, happened. That's a nice point. That is yeah, a very so, nice point. Well done. While I would like to think that Arnold Schwarzenegger could pull off Ultimate Secret Agent, that film was at the end actually in his dream, definitely. Cool. But that's right. Just, so that's, that's so that yeah. sums up that sums up the end of the film, right, Doug? Yeah, that sums up the old original, which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, a lot more than the remake. Yeah, yeah but let's let's remake. wrap up this let's wrap up this um, the remake now. Yeah, remake, so what happens where we left off? He's in the machine again in the remake. They're trying to bring back Hauser. No one likes Hauser. Just fuck off. Like yeah. Ethan Hawke, just go kill some vampires or something, please. That's all you're good at. Turn some vampires into humans. Good for this isn't like advertising or anything. I just like the film. Uh, so he manages to escape again because they always do. And he manages to save Melina as well, which is nice because yeah. he's a hero. Um, so it's, it's a guy, Hammond, I think his name is, sacrifices himself to help Quaid escape and save him. Yep. But anyway, Cohagen uh, is like, all right, let's get these police guys out. So he starts sending his soldiers out to go and take over the colony. So they're all getting onto the the old uh, elevator to the centre of the earth and no further because physics. But for some reason it goes to the other side. Let's just, we'll just let that slide for now, how they let this yeah, elevator yeah. somehow slide to the centre of the earth. Uh, so he's loading it with all these robots, trying to get everyone. So Quaid is like, oh yeah, I know what this guy's trying to do. So he loads up explosives all over the ship. Don't ask me where he got them from. He's just got them. Uh, he's trying to find Melina because she's actually been captured. It was only Quaid that managed to escape in the end. So he's trying to find Melina. And eventually, because he's the hero, he finds her. They managed to escape out of there. Explosives all aboard this old uh, The Fall, as it's called, the old show. Yeah, The Fall. Yep. So they managed to get out. So they climb to the top of this thing. And there's loads of robots up there. And Cohagen, I think he's waiting up there. And he's like, hey, what's up, guys? You guys are dicks. This is my shot. I want the colony. Um, so they think, like, oh, shit. Well, we've got to do something. So after they manage to get past all of Cohagen and his guards and dickheads, they explode it. And then they jump off 
I'm just reading this off of Wikipedia because I can't remember the ending. So do you want to take us through it, Michael? Yeah, the ending is when there is like, okay, so there's a little like helicopter. I, I do know. Thing. Like, I've just missed watching the end recent. I have seen the film before, but when I was re-watching it, I, it just bored me. Nah, okay, the ending is just like, the en- the ending, right, so the ending has got um, Jessica Biel in that helicopter, right, when they're all on the rooftop. Yeah. So, like, she's in that, like, fighter pilot thing, yeah, and she's got to go save Colin Farrell. Um, Dang, <laughs> she's got to go save Dang. So she's yeah. firing away at all so this, like, yeah. Shush, man. She like he she 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 starts firing. <laughs> she starts firing at everything. Yeah, fuck. Like you know, try to help her man out, kind of thing. Um, I felt like Cohagen. I felt like he could actually fight for an old guy. I thought he could actually fight a younger Colin for um, Doug. Doug, you know, because Doug's a strong guy in this. Like he's a proper yeah, like nice. agent. Cohagen is just a politician, right? But he can fight. So, like... Um... He can fight because it's a 2012 film. All the bad guys can fight, regardless of age, gender, physical ability. It's 2012. Even to now, bad guys can fight. Doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. Just, just putting that out there, like, it's just bog-standard 2012 film. So, there's the big fight. The explosions detonate. Uh, Quaid manages to, like, knock Cohagen into the old fall. So as the whole thing explodes, Cohagen he goes down with it. Yeah. Uh, after that, like uh, what's his name, Quaid, good old Doug, and Molina manage to escape. So they kind of jump off. Of course, you're gonna get injured jumping off. So he gets knocked out. So then you're like, oh shit. So the next thing he's he's waking up. He's in an ambulance, and you're like, whoa, where are we? So he's greeted Molina's there. She's like, oh hey, every, everything's cool. And he's like, whoa, you're not Molina. Where's your scar at? Turns out no, it wasn't Molina. It was old. Uh, his old it was bitch. Kate Beckinsale. It was Kate, the hot- Kate Beckinsale. Yes. And then she's like, "What the fuck?" So they have a big fight, and of course she said, "Look at me, kill me at the start." It's not easy to kill her, but he does kill her. So there you go. Uh, so anyway, Quaid goes looking for Melina, and he finds her, of course, because he's the hero, and the hero always gets the woman. Uh, yes. So was that, was that's that? it, right? That's wrapped up. Yes. No, 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 that's not it. Um, no. <laughs> so then they, they have their cuddle and their kiss as they do. Uh, and then there's a good old news station because you always get news channel. It's like news is always on. 20. Oh, yeah, that explains what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it's saying like, oh, yeah, the colony is now independent because there's not this massive tube of ridiculous anti-physicsness going through it. <laughs> yeah. So then... Uh, Colin Farrell, this is like the little bit at the end with the blue sky of the first one. Colin Farrell looks down. He got that little stamp when he went into the place, the recall place. He looks down on his arm and it's not there. And you're like, oh, yeah, the recall real. stamp isn't there, which means... It was all real. Yeah, different to the first one, which has the blue sky, which makes you think that it's fake. Yeah. This one, he doesn't have the stamp, which means, did he ever go to the recall place? Yes, I like that thing. Like, oh. Is this a reverse, or did he just not go to the recall place? Like, he never went there. So was it a memory? Still kind of... Yeah, but that's, that's how the film is supposed to be, isn't it? Like, ooh, yep. it wasn't it? Yeah, enjoyable, an enjoyable film, I won't lie. It was all right. You know what? I just, right, so like, that's that's the end of it. So let's sum up. Like, let's... Doug, what's your opinion on both of the films? Is there any... Was there any point in making a remake? Was there any point in... what? Just give me your opinion. Um... I don't think it was due a remake yet. 
1991 is enjoyable to watch today. Like, I enjoyed it watching it again two days ago. I was like, yeah, that was a fucking fun film to watch. The remake, I'd have said, give it another ten years. Polish off a story a bit better, because the story was shit. Yeah. Like, the whole Mars thing was wicked. In 2012, the amount of special effects and things you could have used to make Mars look amazing would have made it perfect. It had the money spent on it. You could tell, but it didn't have the time or love put into it. And that's why I say that the original Total Recall was a lot better because it was caringly made it was made by people that wanted to make a good film whether it be a comedy or an action yes I think it was more comedy (laughs) yeah that's what makes it a lovable film yes whereas the Total Recall the 2012 is bog standard recent action sci-fi everything's the same and it's got a regurgitated plot like vague plot I mean so, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, buddy. It didn't have the twists or turns I'd have preferred. I know it's based on a book. It's based on the We Can Remember. It's, it's, it's not based on a whole book, though. It's it, That was only ever a short novel, right? Or a short story, if I'm correct, was it? It wasn't ever like a proper novel. It was, no, I, I, I got it up here on Wikipedia. Let's have a look. I'm pretty sure it was only a short novel or like a little short story. Yeah. Yeah? See. Yeah. But no, it was good how it was made. Man. It was good. It was a nice concept. It was a nice... Yeah, it was a nice concept. So, Adam, what did, what's your what's your opinion on this? Um, I, I thought the remake was entertaining, but more of a more of an evening film. I want to watch a film, but I don't know what to watch. I'd watch it like it's yeah. entertaining. It'll keep you entertained throughout the thing. But if someone's watched the original and then watched the remake, they'd be like, oh, that's pretty pretty bad." Like towards the remake, like mm-hmm. it's not great. But yeah. it, it was it was a decent film. I'd I'd have liked it if they had like more of the same script as the original and had the cgi that they put into the remake i thought that if they did that it would be pretty cool like the mars more of the storyline i'd have liked it a lot more like doug said it should have more time on the script it's a it's a decent film to watch i'd watch it again but i wouldn't go out of my way okay i'll definitely watch the uh, original i'll watch that over and over again fun film and it's cool. got free tits i know right free tits make hey, the whole movie tits. man that was a good idea because you've never seen that in a movie before. I'm sure other guys had thought about having three and four tits on a woman, but like... I don't know if they have two words, no more. But yeah, so the thing is, I don't think... Uh, my personal opinion was, because I grew up on the original, like, that was my that was my film that like, when I was, like, 10 years old, 11 years old, watching that film, um, and 12, and it, it was funny. Um, it was funny... I do believe that, like Doug said, I don't think the remake the remake should have happened yet. I don't think there was no need for it because it's only what twenty two years after. Like I think that's way too short for a remake or a remake like this to happen. I rated like I didn't really like like it was all right. The remake was all right, but I rate I rated on Flickster. Uh, what did I do? Two, two, two star, two out of five stars on Flickster, and on IMDb I rated it four out of ten. So like, yeah, I did. I thought it was below average the film. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. As I said, I watched it. I, like, it's one of them ones that. I've watched the first one so many times, but like, obviously, I needed a recap. So when I watched it last night, I just remembered everything. It just like everything came back to my mind. As I've watched the, I watched the remake when it came out in 2012, 
And when I rewatched it last night, I couldn't remember any of it. So that's how much of an impact it all had on me. I thought it was shit. I really did. I thought it was a pointless remake. It was. It's better than other films out there. But um, I don't know. Like I, I personally that year, yeah. Because if you think about it, um, there was two films that came out similar in the early nineties. Um, one, I think one was well, this one was um, nineteen ninety. Um, but then Judge Dredd, I think, was 1994 or something like that. Now, that came out then, and in 2012, both came out with Dredd and this film. I know I'm talking about another film now, but I personally think Dredd was the better remake out of... Um, oh, Cold Dredd Kong. remake was good. Dredd, yeah. So, like, I know I'm talking about another film now, but I just thought that. I really didn't like this um, Total Recall. It had its moments. I just thought it just prolonged itself. It was a two-hour film, like, two-hour film. I The original was not even that long. Well, just, wow, just shy. The original was, what, oh, an hour 50, yeah? So yeah. it's only, like, ten, it only had 10 minutes, roughly, on it. But I think they could have calmed this down to an hour and a half, this film. But, yeah, so you can kind of tell that I didn't quite like it. So that is it. So we don't think that the remake should have been made or not this time. Anyway, we think a little bit more thought should have went into it. But yeah, so that sums it up. So one last little fact about it, because I was just reading a little bit about the book. In the book, his name's Douglas Quayle, whereas in the films, they change it to Quaid. Ah, okay. That's a nice little fact. But right, so next week's show will be The Grudge. I think that's what we're going to do. Yep, it's going to be The Grudge. So that's the Japanese version and the Hollywood version. So that's the next show. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to say a goodbye from myself, Smiler. And I'll let Doug say goodbye. See y'all later. And also Adam DeVolder. See you later. Don't copy what I say. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for listening, guys. And if you could subscribe to us on iTunes, on Follow Lazy Hollywood. And also we're on SoundCloud as well. Um, And we got a Twitter page. Underscore Lazy Hollywood. And yeah, so much love, guys. And uh, love you all. Good night.